One time, a Cherokee grandfather told his grandchild a story about two wolves that battle with inside each person. The battle, the old Cherokee grandfather told his grandchild, is going on within each of us at all times. The battle is between one wolf and another. One wolf is, according to this grandfather, anger, envy, jealousy, greed, arrogance, resentment, inferiority, false pride, supremacy, and ego. The other wolf is good. It's joy, peace, love, serenity, hope, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The grandchild was quiet for a few moments and then simply asked, which wolf wins? The grandfather replied, the one you feed, the one you feed. On January the 6th, when our capital was overtaken by a violent mob, the most troubling image that I saw, this is for me, was the image of a white man carrying the Confederate flag throughout the Capitol. White supremacy is one of the wolves that we cannot afford to feed in this country, a wolf that is deep inside some of us. And it's a wolf that will eventually destroy us. As our friends in AA tell us, for an alcoholic, one drink is too many. And I think white supremacy or racism is like that. It is that destructive and dangerous. Just one bite of it, one drink of it, can disintegrate souls and even whole societies. Or as Martin Luther King Jr. put it in one of his great titles of the 1967 book, where do we go from here? chaos or community. As a pastor, I believe that people of goodwill across the political spectrum are longing for community and are actually choosing it. The tale of the two wolves also reminds me of another old story from Christian tradition, a story or a belief that within each person is both an angel and a demon. This is the, the mythology around a guardian angel. That within each person is, a, is an angel and a demon. And the choice that we always have each day is who will we listen to? And it leads, this thought or mythology leads to that lovely saying that's attributed to Philo of Alexandria. Be kind be kind, for everyone whom you meet is fighting a great battle. And the tale of the two wolves also reminds me of this great story from the Hebrew Scriptures that is our first reading as a part of the Holy Eucharist today. And it's the story of old Eli, the priest whose eyesight is failing, whose hair is gray, 
and who is mentoring the young Samuel, a would-be prophet. But at this stage in his ministry, Samuel is just a would-be prophet. He is impetuous. He is talkative. He is, um, moves way too quickly, and he lacks understanding and certainly experience of how it is one sees the vision of God, how it is one actually hears not one's own voice, but the voice of the divine. All the things, all the things that Eli does understand and has lived with for decades, the experience of God over the long haul. That's what Eli represents. In the middle of the night, young Samuel hears the voice of God call his name, Samuel, Samuel, three times. And three times, each time, Samuel thinks that it's Eli calling. And so he goes to Eli each time, and I can imagine that Eli likes a good night of sleep that's uninterrupted. And each time, each time Samuel awakens Eli and says, what do you need? Finally, after the third time, Eli understands what's going on, that Samuel is hearing the voice of God. And so he says to, to Samuel in no uncertain times, when you hear, if you hear the voice of God, if you hear your name spoken again, Get quiet. Stop talking. Don't rush over to me and simply say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. In other words, get quiet and listen. There are countless voices on social media. There are countless voices in our own hearts and ears. But this story invites us to listen to the most unique and sometimes most difficult voice to hear, but a voice that is continually speaking if we get quiet enough. This is the voice of God, the voice the Bible describes as the one who speaks in a whisper or a still, small voice. And at other times that the Bible describes as speaking like a raging river, especially for the sake of justice and for healing. And it's the voice that we as Christians hear most clearly in the voice and actions of Jesus Christ, the one who speaks our own names, each of our names, with unimaginable tenderness. And when we hear this voice, however and whenever it comes to us, let us remember the advice of old Eli and simply stop talking after we say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening.